Okay, Chefra. Um, so, first of all, thank you to Rabbi Orlean, who I believe is in Eretz Yisrael now. That's why um, he's not here. But I want to thank Rabbi Orlean, um, as always, for inviting me to speak to the contemporary halacha class. The topic that we are addressing today is called Begadol, Contemporary Applications of Avodazara. Um, just a few words of introduction. This is not an easy topic, um, and we'll discuss that more in a few minutes. And before we discuss why it's not an easy topic, let's just talk about what we are talking about and what we are not talking about. We are going to be discussing Avodah in the Western world, which means the real question is the status of Christianity, whether Christianity um, is considered Avodah if not, what are the implications? If yes, what are the implications? What we are not talking about are the other um, Avodah type issues that come up in this world, meaning um, I've gotten many shilas about people who work in a number of professions. Can I enter a Sikh temple? Is that permitted? Is that not permitted? Um, a co-worker of mine passed away. She was a Hindu. There's going to be some funeral in the temple. Can I go? Can I not go? I'm on vacation, and I want to know, can I go to this particular site, which is a big tourist attraction that happens to be, like, let's take the Baha'i Gardens or something like that, which is near Haifa, I believe, and people want to go there. Those are some questions of Avodah in the, I'd say, Eastern sense, um, avodazaras with other religions that we encounter less often. But the shadow that we're talking about today is mostly avodazara in the Western world, which is referring to Christianity. We'll comment briefly about Islam as we go on, but the main topic is Christianity. Now, when we approach this topic, we have to recognize that there is a sensitivity that we have to um, deal with. On the one hand, all of us, no matter how we identify where we perceive ourselves on the yeshivish slash haredi spectrum, however we understand ourselves, but all of us have a certain Western mindset where we believe that equality or egalitarianism or some sense of being equal is correct. And therefore, on the one hand, we are very uncomfortable with notions that discriminate, that make a distinction between Jews and um, non-Jews. We're uncomfortable with notions that make distinctions between Jews themselves on a certain level. Um, but Fundamental distinctions between Jews and non-Jews, I think, um, do trouble many of us. For example, when you read many of the Svarim in Machshava slash Kabbalah, and you encounter ideas that Jews and Goyim have a different type of neshama, that Jews have a nishmas elokim imal, as well as a a neshama, that's called the neshama Bahamas in the Lashon of Tanya, right? We have an animal soul and a spiritual soul. And Goyim only have a neshama Bahamas. They don't have a nishma Ma'al. 
And I think when we read those types of lines, like, they're a little bit jarring to us. And when you see lines in the Sefer Kuzari about the impossibility of Goyim to attain certain higher levels of thought, um, these types of things trouble us, um, as they well should. Because, Lamaisa, we grow up in the world, and we're Americans, and we believe on a certain level that all men are created equal. And therefore, these ideas trouble us. Now, usually when we read those notions um, in the Sifrei Machshava, the Sifrei Kabbalah, that, are, that there are differences between Jews and Goyim, so we say that, and we say, yeah, that's true, but that's his shita. On the other hand, we have and we talk about all the statements in Chazal that seem to take a more universalistic approach. Um, and we say, you know what? Okay, so that's their shita, and this is their shita. So, generally speaking, the world of, I'd say, Machshava and Kabbalah doesn't rattle our sensitivities. But what we're going to be talking about is the world of Halakha The world of when I open the Shulchan Aruch and I see that there are differences and there are halachic mandates of differences between Jews and Goyim. And the Goyim that they're talking about are Christian Goyim in most cases. And we know that as much as the church has changed over time, but the church is probably the only thing on this planet that moves slower than Orthodox Judaism. And Lemaisa, hey, we on a certain level are bothered, or we should be bothered, I'd say even, by the feelings of not being equal. However, how does that square with you know, however, however, we have notions of Amsegula. And we have notions that, you know, we are special. HaKadosh Baruch Hu shows us Mikol HaAmim. And obviously, we're not denying that. No one is denying that. But usually, when people think about this, like the standard approach, which is almost an apologetic approach, speaks about how... Bechiras Am Yisrael places on us a certain amount of greater responsibility. And that greater responsibility doesn't really mean that the others are inferior. It just means that Mirzen and Besser. Right? It means that everyone here speaks Yiddish, no? We're all Jews. Okay? Well, move over this way. Um, there's, um, there's a hole in the ground. Um, it's fine. So, these notions of discriminate, discriminatory ideas, differences between Jews and Goyim, on the one hand, bother us. On the other hand, we have ideas that we are Am Segula. And we also have to confront something that we don't usually confront which is the proper hashkafa and the proper Torah attitude towards Avodah Zarah. You know, you read all the psukim in the Torah, and when the Torah speaks about Avodah Zarah, it uses the most vile and disgusting terms. Shaketz to shaktsenu. Let's just teach the words. Shaketz to shaktsenu means it's disgusting. It's, 
Right? And think about the way we use terms in common parlance. Again, a shiktza. Right? What does that mean? Right? What does that mean? It means on a certain level that, like, it's disgusting. And on some level, obviously a very halachically correct level, a level that's coming from a deep understanding of classical sources. On some level, we are supposed to have a revulsion toward Avodah You know, no Jew from my grandparents' generation would chas v'shalom entertain the idea of going into a church. The minhag of my grandparents was, for you, by your great-grandparents, most of you, so the minhag was that you pass by a church and you spit. No? By Chabad, this is still relatively standard. We'll go to the other side of the street. Well, going to the other side of the street might be a real halacha in Shulchan Aruch. We'll, 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 I hope we'll talk about that. But the notion of, like, hayitachin, how could it be? How could it be to even think about chas v'chalila going into a church? The fact that when Rav Herzog Zechron Lavracha, for the sake of all of Klai Yisrael, had to meet with the Pope, and the first thing he did after his meeting is he went to the mikvah because he felt like he was tainted from having to meet with the Pope. That's a very profoundly Jewish sensibility that we are supposed to, on some level, view Avodah Zarah as completely disgusting, as something that is foreign. We're not even... Rabbi Yaakov Metlenberg in the... Haksava Kabbalah explains that the reason why the Torah uses the most disgusting terms for Avodah is so that we should have zero cheshek. We're not supposed to warn a kihuzeh. So on the one hand, right, we have this sense that everything is supposed to be equal. On the other hand, we have the idea that Avodah is supposed to be disgusting. Chazal say that kol leitzunusa zasur chutzmi leitzunusa davodazor. Rav Hutner is a kernel of racha in the first maimer of the Pachad Yitzchak on Purim. Rav Hutner explains that the idea is that leitzunus really means it's like a classic Chaim Berlin thing. That leitzunus means that something that's beetsam choshev you are mafchis. You lower the chashivas or something. That's what leitzunus is. But Christianity avodazor is something which is fundamentally or we'll say Avodah Zarah, which is fundamentally lacking all chashivos. There is nothing of value there. So therefore, it on this is mutter. That's what Avodah explains in the first Maimur on Purim. The idea is that we are not supposed to take Avodah Zarah and give it any sort of chashivos whatsoever. We're supposed to view Avodah Zarah as being the lowest of the low, the most despicable thing possible, that should be our attitude toward Avodah Zarah. So, to begin this conversation, we are faced with, on the one hand, our modern sensibilities versus what the Torah says our feelings are supposed to be. And we confront this all the time with respect to um, Christianity. And the question that we'll talk about first is just the purely halachic question of the status of Christianity, whether it's considered Avodah Zarah or not. And based on looking at it through the lens of the classical poskim and the Shulchan Aruch, so then I think we will have to balance our sensitivity, and as we move on, we'll try to um, 
give some halacha lamaisa applications. Sounds like a plan? Now, I don't know if you have the um, source sheets in front of you, but if you have it, you can follow along. If not, you'll follow along. Anyway, um, there are three basic shitos regarding Christianity and whether it's Avodazara. There's the Rambam, there's the Me'iri, those are the two extreme shitos. The Rambam, we'll see, believes that Christianity is completely, thoroughly, totally Avodazara. The Shita of the Me'iri is somewhat debated, although one can make a strong case that the Me'iri Hosea Christianity is not really Avodazara. And the Shita of the Bali Hataisvis is somewhere in between, which is at this Tzvei demon of Avodazara. No? In this case, the Bali Hataisvis end up being the more brisker Shita, as opposed to the Rambam. Okay, this happens sometimes. Now, these three Shitos, as to the status of Christianity are Nogea um a thousand times over. So let's begin. The Rambam Shita we said is that Christianity is without question of Odezara. The first Mishnayis and of Odezara speak about Lifne Idehen Sha'akom, before the festivals, you're not allowed to do business with the Goyim, and that's a halacha for three days. The Gemara comments that the three days no longer applies in places where the Goyim are not particularly devout, but on the day of the Id itself, the Isser certainly applies, and the Gemara gives a whole list of the names of the festivals, whatever, a whole list of the names of the festivals. And Zuck the Rambam, in the Perish HaMishnah of Avodah Paragal of Mishnah Gimel, Elo HaChagim HaNizkarim Hayum Meforsamim Ba'oso HaZman Eitzo HaNotzrim V'Hanovim Eilayhem Right? These festivals were well known at that time by the Notzrim. Now, I'm not exactly sure who the Rambam meant over here. At that time, the Rambam assumes that the Notzrim are around in Tkufus HaMishnah and Tkufus HaGemara um, yeah, Christianity kind of developed um, around the period of the Tanoim. Um, is that what the Rambam means? Maybe. <coughs> and all these festivals I mentioned, the Mishnayis in Avodah Zarah, Zuck the Rambam, these are Christian festivals. Eitzah HaNotzrim. Then he writes, V'chein kol chag kol ha'umo simhoyu ovde Avodah Zarah yechuyah behem And any nation, any country with its Avodah Zarah, so all of these halachos apply. Vida! Shezos ha'uma ha'notzris ha'omedes betainas ha'mashiach al-chiluf kitoseha kulam ovde Avodah Zarah ve'idehen kulam asure. There's like a key line in the Rambam. It's like the Rambam that the Christian faith al-chiluf kitoseha right? The Rambam is very sophisticated, no? The Rambam is aware that there are different groups of Christians. Now, the Rambam is well before uh, Martin Luther, um, Shem Risham Yerkov, and the Rambam can't be referring to Protestantism. He obviously knows, though, that there are different groups among the Christians, but Zuck the Rambam, eh, doesn't matter, they're all of the Avayi It does not matter for the Rambam. I asked Dr. Berger last year, two years ago, after I gave this year, what does the Rambam mean by Chiluf Kitoseha? Which different groups of Christians was the Rambam aware of for the scholars among us? That's a shayla to think about. Um, It's not Pashat. It's not Pashat what the Rambam meant, but the Rambam meant that they are all Avodah Zarah, therefore you're not allowed 
to do business. Any Sunday you can't do business with the guy. Now again, it was a little bit easier in some level because they still have these things in New Jersey. You know the blue laws? That they themselves wouldn't do business on Sundays. So it's easier not to do business when the stores are closed. Right? But, okay, as I state in Rambam, rather, right, it is considered a full-fledged Avodah And the Rambam tells us in Paraktes of Hilchas Avodah Zarah HaLachadalid that no term of Sunday is Yom Edom, you're not allowed to do business on Thursday, Friday, and Sunday. Thursday, Friday, Shabbos, and Sunday. That's the din according to the Rambam, the Rambam in Perek Yud Aleph of Machalos Asuros makes a distinction between the Yishmaelim that the Rambam says are Akum She'enam Ovdei Akum they are Goyim who don't worship Avodah Zarah so in their case the wine is Aser B'Shtiya but Smutar no within the Gezeira of Stam Yenam so the Mishnah in Chavtes and Avodah Zarah explains the Mishnah with like some embellishment from the Rishonim, the Mishnah explains that there's like Tzvei The Yenam of Nachrim is Aser, on the one hand, like Bishalakum is Aser. It's Aser Mishim Chastis. <coughs> but there's another dimension, the Rashba has this in the Teres Habayis, and the Rambam seems to be going this way also, that there's another dimension that the Yayin becomes Aser Bahana'a because of the Avodah Zara degree, No? Bishal Akam, when the guy cooks a potato, someone just asked me the Shaila yesterday, is it Bishal Akam potatoes? Yes! Right? So when the guy cooks a potato, so there's Bishal Akam, it's not Asr Bahana'a, because it's only Atu Chasnas. But Yenam is Asr Bahana'a also, because in addition to the Isr of Chasnas, Yenam has the Sirach of Avodazara. So Zak the Rambam, yeah, that's only true of Christian wine. But Muslim wine is only Aser B'Shtiya, it's not Aser B'Hanna'a. Right? That's the Ramah Perkid Aleph of Avedazorah Halacha Zayin. So the Ramah is very clear that Christianity is Avodazorah. Now, for us this is pretty easy. Right? We accept Christianity as Avodazorah because we understand that when the Christian speaks about God, the Christian has three ideas in his or her head, right? There's the Father, there's the Son, and then there's the Ghost, or whatever that means, right? And there's a triune God who the Christians believe in, and therefore, for us, that makes sense. It's Avaita Zara. However, if you'd ask any believing Christian... Or, now, I shouldn't say any believing Christian. I'd say any believing Christian theologian. Right? There is a difference between um, what the Hamun Am thinks and what the, um, the Rosh Yeshiva believe sometimes. Right? So, yeah, eh, <laughs> Let's just say it like this. Okay? Every conversation that we have today, the word Lahavdal is implied, so I don't have to say Lahavdal 10,000 times. Is that fair? Okay, so, if you ask any Christian, you say, are you an idolater? So they'd say, heaven forfeit, I'm not an idolater. Do you believe in a single God? Absolutely, I believe in a single God. No? They would say that there are three parts to that single God. 
three dimensions of that single God, three manifestations of that single God, and therefore any Christian would be really offended if you would tell them that they are an Oved Avodah But, for us, we believe, L'cha'orah, that the definition of Avodah is worshipping as God an entity that is not God. And therefore, since the Christians worship other entities, right, they worship a God that has three parts, and they'll even worship one of those parts alone. So therefore, we would say that is called Avodah That is the Rambam's definition. Meaning, even though they are worshipping the Borei Shamayim Va'aretz, which Belashonam is God the Father, but since they are adding to that worship things which are not God, so then the Rambam says, end of a conversation. Mr. Steinfeld. Here I'm allowed to call you Mr. So how and why is that different than when we've heard Hashem is UK above Kayo versus Elokim? Oh, okay. So this is already the Shaila that everyone who gets into Kabbalah or into Hasidus has to deal with. And it's not a simple answer. The answer is very subtle. Lamaisa, we only, we do not worship. Okay, if I'm a Rav Jew, so like in our base medrash here, we don't say Midas Harafim in the Yu base medrash for precisely that reason. We don't worship any Midos of HaKadosh Baruch We only worship the Rabbi Nishalayim himself. The Rabbi Nishalayim might manifest himself through different Midos. Sometimes HaKadosh Baruch Hu is Oshmochama. Sometimes HaKadosh Baruch Hu is the Melech Yeshev HaKisei Ram Venisa. Sometimes HaKadosh Baruch Hu is of Harachamon. We have different ways that we perceive the Rabbi Shalom at different times, but there's only one Rabbi Shalom who we worship. Our tefillos only go to that one Rabbi Shalom. I'm not an expert in Christian theology, but I think that's precisely the difference. That they will worship one manifestation of the God. Intellectually, they are aware that there are other dimensions, including what we would call the Borei Shemayim Va'aretz. But nonetheless, since they worship one manifestation of the God, that creates a problem. Now, obviously, this is a very subtle thing, and there are other applications of this, which um, I think will take us too far afield, so I don't want to go into, but anyone who studied Hasidus and Kabbalah, I think, recognizes that there's a real difference. Mr. Green. Why do you mean things like they, they, they trained as someone who was alive at one point? Like a, so why do you mean this whole thing that they have three and the father and the Holy Spirit? Uh, uh, uh. So this is a kasha, as I... I asked this guy, the, the biggest mumcha, by the way, in this stuff here in Yeshiva is Dr. David Berger. He is like the Rosh Yeshiva for these topics. Um, so the question that you're asking is, is like, in Christian theology, there's an idea called the incarnation, which means that God took on a physical form. So if you believe in the incarnation, so L'cha'ora, that itself means that you are an Oved Avodah Perhaps. Although if you read the Shonos of the Rambam, the beginning of Hilchus HaVodah <coughs> if a person believes that the Rabbonah Shalom is a Baal Gofu that person is a Min, 
It doesn't speak about being an Oyved Avedezara. What the difference between these things is requires a lot of eon, but the incarnation itself, L'cha'ora, should be enough to end this conversation. The fact that God, the Borishamayim Baaretz, took on a physical form, end of conversation. However, L'shit Hasam they still feel that there are three dimensions, and one of the dimensions that they talk about is a real Borei Shemayim Ba'oretz who meets our definition of a Borei Shemayim Ba'oretz. A Borei Shemayim Ba'oretz who we can't see, who knows everything, right, the whole list. So that, I think, is why the Rishonim deal with the Shitov issue more than the other issue. The other issue could have been the slam dunk to end the conversation. And for some reason, yesh lachkar, how come the Rishonim don't just end the conversation because of that? My guess, it's because, my guess is that it's because the Christian theologians will say something to the effect of you're misunderstanding what incarnation is. Right? But that's already... Right? Our job over here is to learn Torah, not to learn Christianity. Okay? Um, Mr. Edelstein. They're not Ovid and Basar Vidam because like, there was a point in time when he manifested by whatever, but then, like, that's not what they're worshipping anymore. Right? As in, but, okay, so it might not be worshipping it, but the fact that they that believe that God took on a physical form at some time, Lechor is a slam dunk from our perspective that it means that it's not God. Because right. our notion of a Bore Olam is that it can't take on any physical form. I don't, right, but that doesn't make them an Ovid of so, that, yeah, yeah, I, I think I made that point like two minutes ago. Correct. Um, yes, agreed. But I mean, maybe they, I don't know if they hold that just because God manifested himself as a human doesn't mean he stopped being God as well. I mean, we hold, you know, that like angels and stuff like that are just sort of really forms of God or whatever they would necessarily be considered a Bodhisattva if they, if it's like a flame that gives off without, you know, removing from itself. I'm not sure exactly. Meaning, like, if they say that God, you know, had a corporal form, does it mean that his essence turned into a, cor- a corporal form, or does it mean that he, like, you know, appeared in human form, even though his essence was still... Mesa, I, this is what I was saying to Zachary a few minutes ago. Um, again, from our perspective, I don't know if it matters much, but from their perspective, it matters a huge amount. But, yehe mashi yehe, the sheet of the Rambam is that Christianity is full-fledged Avodah and as the Rambam writes, it doesn't matter which group of Christians we are talking about. And L'cha'ora, the Rambam gets his shita based on the history of Avodah that the Rambam himself wrote. You know, Aleph Aleph of Avodah Zarah, Zak the Rambam, Bimei Enosh Tobinei Odom Tos Godo, V'nevera Tzatzchach Mehadar, Originally, the Avodazara began in the history of Avodazara, says the Rambam, in the days of Enosh, people said, since the Rabboni Shalom created these celestial beings, the Kochavim, Etc. And he gave them authority, gave them some power. So therefore, we will also worship them to give them covet because God wants to give them covet. What that means is that they were not worshiping the stars, Kishala Atmam. They're worshiping the stars in addition to the Borei. 
But, Zok the Rambam, that still is full-fledged Avodah Zorah. So, Lecha'ora, for the Rambam, Shittuf, right, Machnash Vizendek. Don't, like, don't get involved in this whole Shittuf thing. It doesn't matter. You're worshipping some entity that's not God, even though you're also worshipping God. For the Rambam, that is um, Avodah Zorah. End of conversation. Good? Now, let's skip to the Mi'iri. The sheet of the Mi'iri is the other extreme. Mr. Steinfeld. So when the Rambam said that, he said that who for the, them worshipping the sun to give Hashem respect was a good result, or it led to them worshipping So the at they first they were worshipping the sun to get to HaKadosh Baruch Hu, and they were really worshipping HaKadosh Baruch Hu through the sun. It's Ke'ilu, the sun is like something that inspires their Kavana. Later on, they moved to worshipping the sun and the Rebona Shalom, which became full-fledged Avodah So the first step is some sort of sheet of that the first step is not attributing real power to the sun and the moon. It's assumed that the sun and the moon are only a hechatimsa to get to the real power. Later on, they entered into real avoidazara because they are worshipping both as full powers. And at that point already, it's real avoidazara for the Rambam. Right? So, stage one, I would say... Okay. Yeah. One question: um, The minim, minus versus avodazora. Does that is that is, is, is minus is not equivalent to avodazora? Is that what you said? That's correct. Is there an, and so what's the nafkamina lahalova? Um, probably not much. In other words, both of them are baritim v'lo mailin. Shkitas Akum, Shkitas Min, they're probably uh-huh. largely the same. But the fact is, the, you know, I mean, the Nafkin Lahalacha might be whether we kill you for doing it, not in a more reasonable Milam way, whether right. Bezdin kills you as an Ayyvan of Ayyvan That's a pr- pretty big Nafkin, I think. We have Minus in the Jewish community, too. So. Uh, the, uh, again, I'm trying, I, yeah. I said before, like, yeah. the Havla'a, that there are certain things which I am uh-huh. steering away from. Uh-huh. Okay? Um, By the way, if we're talking within the Shita of the Rambam, so the Rambam within the Ikare Ha'emuna has two different Ikarim. Ikar Habeis for the Rambam is Yichudo Yisala, right? The Yichud Hashem, which means HaKadosh Baruch Hu is a singular entity. Lo Ke'echad Hasug, Velo Ke'echad Hamin, Velo Ke'echad Hamorkov, the singularity of the Rebona Shalom means HaKadosh Baruch Hu um, cannot be divided at all. Ikar Hagimel for the Rambam is Shlilas Hagash Mosmimenu. The fact that the Rabbonu Shalom cannot have any physicality to him. Now, when you think about it, these two Ikarim really overlap. They're really saying the same thing. But the Rambam probably, again, this is something that I took a course years ago in Bernard Revel where we touched on the Ikari Ha'amuna, and one of the scholars maintains 
that Ikari HaEmuna for the Rambam, you really, it's almost like Bocha Bakuk Vahmidam Al Echod. You could really break down the Ikari HaEmuna. Why do you need 13? You could break it down, right, to fewer, to three, four, whatever it is. So the Teretz is that the Rambam has to speak things out because the Rambam is writing in opposition to other groups. Meaning, the Rambam is making it very clear with the Ikari HaEmuna, this is what Judaism believes in, as opposed to what Christianity and Islam believe in. Right? For the Rambam, that's really the Yisait of the Ikari HaEmuna. So sometimes, if I want to say something very clearly, I have to say it again and again in slightly different words in order to convey the same idea. So fundamentally, I don't know if Ikar HaAlaf and Ikar HaGimo are really different. But L'cha'oira to Dover Pasha, to that for the Rambam, belief that God took on a physical form is at least Minos, and belief that they are worshipping different aspects is Avodazara. I think that is a Dover Pashot within the Rambam, and I'm speaking this out because on some level my predecessor um, disagreed. My predecessor is, I am the rabbi of a shul in Washington Heights, which I call the Grossgemeinde Kehillah. In other words, there's the Astrogemeinde, which is like Groyers, where they believed in like separation between the Orthodox and everybody else. And in Frankfurt am Main, there was also a Grossgemeinde, there was also a community of, quote-unquote, more modern Orthodox who tried to engage with the other communities. Um, the, pre- the gross Gemeinde rabbi before the war in Frankfurt am Main was Rabbi Marcus Horowitz, and he wrote Chuvis Matalevi. And the Matalevi, he tries to argue that even for the Rambam, Christianity is not Avodah and therefore he gave a kula that you're allowed to make donations to a church. Now, it happens that he was probably using the wrong girsos in the Rambam. Rambams of this sort, because they're touching on ideas of Christianity, are always censored. And he's also being extremely creative. That's like a nice way of saying it with his readings of the Rambam. Um, the Pashtus is, it's absolutely wrong. For the Rambam, there is no question whatsoever Christianity is a Zara. And the Lashon HaRambam is cut and pasted in the Mechaber, in Kufnu Nalaf, in Kufnu Gimel, in a few different places, right? Because the Mechaber always, like, cuts and pastes the Lashon of the Rambam. So, if you're a Svaridi, there's very little conversation to be had. Christianity is full-fledged of Odezorah. Close the book, end of Shir. Right? That's what would emerge. Zozain? Next Shita. The Me'iri. Um, at the first pack of Avaydazara, the Rishonim are bothered by Akasha. The Kasha is a stira between life and what it says in Mishnayis. Because the Mishnayis say you're not allowed to do business with the Goyim. The Gemara says you're not allowed to do business with the Goyim. And the Rishonim bothered Akasha, aye, but we do it. Right? So the Bali HaTaisvis have no less than four answers on Avaydazara, Daf Bezom. And after this Kasha, what's interesting is that the Nusach of the original ans of the most famous answer that people use. Um, the answer Mishum Eva is actually the one answer that if you read Tysus and Daf Beis, Tysus entirely rejects. Right? Mishum Eva, Tysus says, eh, that's only Matur Drabonans, it's not going to be Matur Dei Raisas, and he thinks that the Gemara of that 
um, Rabbi Yehuda threw a dinara kisar na'ah, he threw it into the river to avoid eva. Taisus assumes that nakama means just to avoid eva. There's an iser to um, arouse the antagonism of the non-Jews. However, right, there is no heter mishum eva according to the Bali HaTaisus. There are other heter, right, the Rosh understands there is a heter mishum eva. The Bali HaTaisus feel that there is no heter mishum eva. Um, there are other answers in the Taisus that maybe the Isra doing business with the Goyim is only doing business with items that they are going to offer a sacrifice. The Isra might only be regarding um, animals and the like. There's a discussion about Aliyah Taisun Dafyadalid, whether there is a concept of Hakrava for the Goyim with money. Um, if anyone has ever been in a church, they have something called a collection plate that, come, that goes along. One of the reasons why maybe shows need more fundraising is because we don't have collection plates that go around. Um, but um, is that considered hakrava to avoid if you donate in the collection plate? So the Baal and a few dollars discuss this. Um, that's another approach. But the Rabbeinu Tam assumes fundamentally that the Isser does not apply to anything other than Dvarim Shal Hakrava. And there's a few other answers in the Baliatasis and Dafbeis. And the Baliatasis throughout the Masechta, or I shouldn't say the Masechta, the first and second parak of the Masechta, the Baliatasis work very hard to answer the stira between life and the halachas that appear in the Mishnayis. Which other Rishonim hold that, uh, that there is a head to because of able to do business? The Rush. The Rush writes on the first sigya of. Right, the Rush says that even though the Baliatasis. He quotes the Dechia that Taisus has to the Raya. Then the Rush says, no, he thinks the Raya stands. He has a different Gemara. The Rush was his real Heter, Mishum, Eva. If you look in um, Yeridea, I believe it's in Kufmem Dalid. So all the different Mahachim come up. All the different Mahachim are found in the Taisus make it to the page of Shulchan Aruch. Even the Mahalach of Eva makes it to the page of Shulchan Aruch. However, there's one Mahalach that does not make it to the page of Shulchan Aruch in large part, or because the Mechaber was not aware of this Mahalach, and that's the Mahalach of the Me'iri. The Me'iri takes an approach that all of what we'll call the discriminatory laws that are found in Shas, all of those laws only apply to barbaric nations. But when you have Umos HaGadurim B'Darche Hadosos, when you have nations that are governed by the rule of law, so Zok the Me'iri, there is no Isser of doing business with these Goyim. The Me'iri does not deny that there are certain Isurim that apply to the Umos HaGadurim B'Darche Hadosos. The Isser of intermarriage, Vaha Mistaif Mimenu, still applies, no? It's not Shaykh. And nowhere in the Mi'iri does the Mi'iri say that there is no din of intermarriage of Goyim or that Bishul Akum would not apply. Thus statenish the Mi'iri. However, Isurim that are based on the non-Jews not being moral, so Zot the Mi'iri, those Isurim do not apply to the Christians who surrounded the Mi'iri, which the, the Me'iri defines as umos ha-gedurim b'darche ha-dosais. 
So we see this, for example, I've been saying Shurim in my show the last couple of weeks about Hashavas Aveda. In Reish Samach Vav, there is a din about Avedas Nochri, that you're not supposed to return it. Rashi understands you're not supposed to return Avedas Nochri because we need a hierarchy, we need a distinction between Jews and Goyim. If you return Avedas Nochri, you're equating them. The Rambam assumes that you're not supposed to return Avedas Nochri because, um, according to the Rambam, if you return the Aveda, you're being machzik yidei ovrei Avera. That Lashon HaRambam is what makes it to the Mechaber in Reisamachvav. And the Ber HaGoyla says, therefore, our nations that are might not really be Oivdei Avodah It's permitted that Be'er HaGola L'cha'ora is an apologetic, like many comments of the Be'er HaGola throughout the Shulchan Aruch, but the Me'iri's Mahalach there in Bova Metziah, and the Me'iri says consistent ideas throughout Shas, the Me'iri's Mahalach is that, you know what, the dinim of not being Masr Naveda is only because, you know what, these are barbaric people. These are people who don't care about personal property. These are people who are, you know, they're low lives. So therefore, their Aveda you don't have to return. But when you have people who are Gedurim Bedachei Hadassais, Zakhna Mi'iri, you have to return their Aveda. Now this alone, within the Mi'iri, is not that, um, it's not that earth-shaking. But the Mi'iri goes further. Let me just make a few more points on the Mi'iri, then I'll take two questions. Um, the Mi'iri goes further. The Mi'iri in the Sugya, in the Sugyas of you in Maseches Yuma, about Pekuach Nefesh on Shabbos. So we know that you're only allowed to be Mechal Shabbos for B'nai Bris. You can't be Mechal Shabbos for those who are not B'nai Bris. So the Mi'iri writes, if you have Umos HaGadur Medachei HaDoses, you'll have to be Mechal Shabbos for them. No? That's already razzle-dazzle, right? That's already a big kula. This is like the hardest Shiloh for people. But you guys are all in smicha, so I assume that you're not really going to medical school. But if you go to medical school, this is like, this is the big oh. one, right? The Mi'iri says, you're allowed to be Mechal Shabbos. Now, are we, do we pass him like the Mi'iri? Wait five minutes, maybe we'll address that. But that Mi'iri is already more mechudash. And then the Mi'iri has his most mechudash statement in um, Hariyas Daf Yud Aleph. The Gemara writes in Hariyas that Minim, Maisrim, Apikarsim, so they are Maridim Lomailam. Right? Basically, you're allowed to um, push them into a pit. Um, that's what you're allowed to do. Someone's a Meshumid so that person is a Min. However, if someone gives up on Yiddishkeit, Rahman Watswan, and accepts no religion, so then that person is a min and apikairis, However, if someone leaves Yiddishkeit and enters a new religion, so Zakdemi'iri, that person becomes Kibne Osahadas, that person becomes like the members of that other religion. And as such, Zakdemi'iri, er haste nishta min, er haste nishta apikairis, er is anderish. Right? Do I have to translate? Right? So the Me'iri is basically saying that you are a Jew, 
and you give up on Yiddishkeit and you adopt Christianity, Rechman Lutzlan, okay, you're not a min. You're not an apikairis. It's not Marie de Roy Mailan. Now, the question within the Me'iri that everyone discusses is did the Me'iri really mean this? Or is the Me'iri only saying this, um, so to speak, because the culture around him, he had to? Right? It's almost like the censor in the Gemara. You know, sometimes you say things not because you really believe it, you say things because it's necessary. So there is a literature about this. But the Pashtus is that the Mi'iri really believed it. You see, the Mi'iri um, points out in the beginning of Avodah Zarah that we have in the Lashen HaGemara that Yom Rishon L'Kuliyama Aser. The Mi'iri has a different girsa of Yom Notsri L'Kuliyama Aser. Many Rishonim had that girsa, and many Rishonim say that Yom Notsri means the day of the Christians, Sunday. The Mi'iri, however, doesn't say that. The Mi'iri writes Yom Notsri as the day of the Avde Nebuchadnezzar. Notsri Miloshon Netzar. Miloshon Nebuchadnezzar. Right? So... If it would be that the Me'iri is commenting Mishum Eva because he's worried about censors, so the Me'iri should be consistent, right? We shouldn't have it anywhere. The fact, and the Me'iri could have given his whole Jrasha there also, that Neitzrim doesn't apply to Umos, Hagadurim, Bedachei, Hadassais, etc. But the Me'iri doesn't do that. In fact, the Me'iri... L'cha'ora is the most radical shita, and the best article about this is Dr. Berger's article. There's a whole full-length book that Halbertal, that Moshe Halbertal wrote about the shita, the Mi'iri, called Ben Chachmal, or something or another, um, and he um, has an essay about them. He has a whole book about the Mi'iri. Dr. Berger has, in one of the Orthodox Forum volumes about egalitarianism, he has an article about the Mi'iri, and he makes a big deal of this Mi'iri, that the Mi'iri obviously is assuming that Christianity is not really Avodah Zarah. You see, if Christianity really is Avodah Zarah, so if a Jew leaves Yiddishkeit, and then that Jew becomes a Christian, so that Jew is an Oved Avodah Zarah. How can you say that you're not an Oved Avodah Zarah? And if you're going to give me, like we'll speak about in a few minutes, a dual definition of Avodah Zarah, that's very dinim, so from the perspective of a Jew, you're an Oved Avodah Zarah. So how can the Mi'iri entertain otherwise? Apparently the Mi'iri felt that Christianity is not really Avodah Zarah, and therefore... For the Me'iri, if you give up on Yiddishkeit to Rahman son become a Christian, for the Me'iri, you are not really doing Avodah Zarah. What Christianity is for the Me'iri, and he writes this Lushen, I give you a Me'iri and Gittin over here, it's a mistake in theology. That's what the Me'iri um, calls it. It's a tos. Now, let me just make two more points, and then I'll take your question, Mr. Edelstein. Um, one point is Rabbi Bleich wrote an article, which is published in 
Rabbi Bleich, by the way, is probably the smartest person on this planet. No? It's Mamish. Like, you ask him a question, and he's like, if you would have read the encyclopedia I wrote on this topic, you would be aware. Like, it's Mamish. It's like, Koroslo on this slide. The man is totally scary. So, Rabbi Bleich has an article. It's chapter 3 in this book, The Philosophical Quest. Um, they are selling it on the sixth floor in the sparring room, which is never open. But if you happen to be there at a moment when they're open, so you could buy the book. Um, the article is called Divine Unity in Maimonides, the Tosafists and Me'iri. He's speaking about precisely this issue. And Rabbi Bleich has the following suggestion. He says that the Me'iri lived in an area, Me'iri lived in Provence, which is like the French Riviera, the south of France. And the Me'iri lived in an area where the Christians around him were Christian Kaifrim. Kaifrim in the sense of Kaifrim in the Kari Hadas of Christianity. And therefore, the Me'iri felt that Christianity isn't really Avoy Dezerah because the Christians who he encountered were different than our Christians. That's Rabbi Blake's article. Dr. Berger responded in um, that essay that he wrote in the egalitarian volume. Dr. Berger responded like, there's zero evidence to this effect. Like, we know the type of groups who lived around the Me'iri. We know when the Me'iri lived, etc. Like, Me'iri died in 1305 or 1306. Like everyone else, we don't know when he was born, because when he was born, he wasn't called the Me'iri. He was just called Menachem, right, at his breast. Like, they didn't say, Vikarishmai, Vyistral, Ha-Me'iri. So, we don't know exactly when he was born. Like, we'll be showing him. But we know when he died. We know who lived around the Me'iri. We know the type of Christians he encountered. Since Dr. Berger, there's zero evidence that they were, you know, Christian Kofrim. And therefore, Dr. Berger works very hard in his essay on the sheet of the Me'iri, because as a Jew who's a mammon, we don't want to say that the Me'iri is saying Christianity is not Avodah but at the very end of the article, Dr. Berger says, but Lamaisa, all the evidence of the Me'iri seems to be that Christianity, within the Me'iri, that, Me'iri, that the Me'iri believe Christianity is not really Avodah and he says, even though I'm uncomfortable with it, that seems to be the sheet of the Me'iri. I remember at that Orthodox Forum, when Dr. Berger presented this paper, so at the end, usually Rav Aaron Zechron Lefrach would ask the last question, Rav Aaron Lechtenstein. This time he asked the first question, and he made the first comment. He got up and he said, I have never heard a paper before that exhibited so much Yerush Shemayim. That's like the biggest compliment a person could get on this planet. <laughs> like, if Rav Aaron calls you a Yerush Shemayim, like, that's worth way more than a million bucks. Um, but that was the basic story. The Me'iri has this shita. Now, do we paskin like the Me'iri or not? So, there were poskim who used the Me'iri. For example, Rav Herzog, Zechron wrote a sefer called Hatafukali Yisrael Pi Torah. After Hakamat Hamdina, there was a move on to have a constitution for the state of Israel. Ad is the state of Israel is no constitution, no? It operates based on some combination of British common law and Turkish law and whatever they dig out of their belly button. Right? That's basically the way the state of Israel um, operates. Okay, Zozain. Um, but Rav Herzog wanted a constitution for the state of Israel, so he wrote the Sefer Tchukali Yisrael. And in that Sefer, he deals with the very thorny issue of what are we going to do about the churches in Eretz Yisrael. The Torah says, Right? 
that you have to destroy um, all the places. Rashi al quotes on the Gemara and the whole Zara. Then there at Yisrael, we have a chiyuv l'sharei shacharei We have a chiyuv to go out actively and destroy the Avoy Zara. Are we allowed to have churches in Medinat Yisrael? This is a quite a thorny question, no? If you're going to believe that you're not allowed to have churches in Medinat Yisrael, so then, right, you, you could just read the New York Times headlines, right? This is... And this could be a big issue. So Rav Herzog writes that because it's serious chas hadchak, you can rely on the Mi'iri there that Christianity is not Avodah Zarah. Which, by the way, means that Rav Herzog is Nemengon. He's assumed that for the Mi'iri, Christianity is not Avodah Zarah, which was not the standard thing. Now, it seems like there are some people in other parts of our community that go by the term Orthodox, there are some people who feel that the Mi'iri is a shita that we rely on for real. There is an open Orthodox Haggadah out there where he speaks about how everybody knows that. He writes something to the effect of, although many medieval people felt that Christianity is not Abu Dazara, I myself follow Mi'iri. I grace a glick. Um, but the... Poskim, generally speaking, with the exception of the biggest Shas Hadchak, are not going to rely la halacha on the Me'iri. Rabbi Reichman, once in an interview in the Hamavasar, quoted that he heard from the Rav that the Me'iri's position is of halachic curiosity, is merely a halachic curiosity. I think that's the way Rabbi Reichman quoted the Rav. Um, but the sheet of the Me'iri is a um, real sheet. And Dr. Berger's article towards the end, he gives the lines of certain poskim, and c- certain poskim would be willing to rely on the Mi'iri in cases of very serious shasadchak. There's a shmua that Revaran Salavichik, Zechron Lavrocha, said that a doctor is allowed to be Mechal Shabbos for um, a person who is Umus HaGadurim B'dachei HaDosos, but Lamaisa, that issue isn't so real, because everybody knows that doctors are Mechal Shabbos, I shouldn't say it like that, everyone knows that doctors um, do pekuach nefesh for goyim on Shabbos also, but it's because of Eva, it's because of some other cheshbin. But to goes out for, for goyim. Huh? Ha- goes out for goyim. Right. Hatzolah goes out for goyim. I, I, this is a standard thing that we do in our communities, so you can get there without saying the me'ivi. I don't know of real poskim <coughs> who fundamentally relied on the Mi'iri. There are some letters of the Sri Ish that are published in the Toyo Madi Journal number 7 where um, on levels of machshava and thought and philosophy he's more into the Mi'iri but B'derech Klal um, it's not really um, accepted. Okay, let me just take a few questions on the Mi'iri because we haven't even gotten to the Tesis yet. Mr. Edelstein? Why can't it be that uh, it is a Bozar, but a Jew who decides to convert is no longer a part of Zer Yisrael? Yisrael, Sanhedrin Mem Dalad. Yisrael Bishachot Yisrael, who, it has to mean something. I mean, it's very, that, that possibility, I think, is Kim At Min Hanimna. That possibility is like, you know, that you become the new thing. No, we believe that. Right, being a Jew, you remain a Jew. It's it's min hanimna to assume that. Less, less to that level, but a similar thing. Mary says about Halala that she's no longer Zerah. Oh, that's correct. Yeah, 
No, but the halacha of Zera Aaron in terms of being matir her lechol betruma and stuff like that. So then, as a bitui, we could say she doesn't have those heterim that come from being Zera Aharon. But I don't think the Me'ivi is arguing on the Metzias. I don't think so. Um, he's not, uh, of course, in Metzias, her father was named Aaron Akayin, Right? Of course she's, uh, uh, she's Zera Aharon. But it means that the Halacha doesn't view it that way. But Yisrael Afishachata means that I think it's not Shayach. It's not Shayach to assume that you become a new thing. Again, there's a lot more to talk about. Yeah. This is a very quick question. How does the how does the but the shows to a nochri? I mean, there's a kosov of achicha, right? So how does he? So the Mi'iri understands that anyone who's almost hagadim b'dachi adasi is considered achicha even. That's right. What? Umos who are Gedurim B'dachi Hadassah. So it's those nations who are governed by rules of morality for the Mi'iri are considered Achicha. You're allowed to return. Again, Halachalamais in terms of being Meshiv and Aveda, it says in Shulchan Aruch, by the way, that if you can make a kid a Shashem. So right, there was some rabbi in Connecticut who found like $100,000 in his desk. And he gave it back, and the newspapers had an article about the most honest man in America. The Kiddush Hashem you could get as a rabbi for being called the most honest man in America. It's worth way more than a million dollars, way more than $100,000 you returned. It's unbelievable, like the type of Kiddush Hashem that you could have. This is why we're here on the planet. Let's go weiter. The sheet of Tysus. Tysus is the third sheet. The Gemara in Sanhedrin Samach Gimel, Bechorus Taf Beis, Says that according to Avu Hadeshmuel, you're not allowed to make shutfis im hanochri. Shema Yischayv lo shavua v'nishpa ba'avodazara shalov atora amra lo yishama alpicha. I can't enter a partnership. I can't have a guy as a partner because maybe in the partnership we're going to have some disagreement. There's going to be a sichsuch, and um, the guy is going to swear, and the guy swears he'll be swearing to his avodazara v'atora amra lo yishama alpicha. Right, that's what the um, Taisvis, that's what, excuse me, the Gemara says. So, the Bali HaTaisvis discuss here in Sanhedrin Samach Gimel, Bechor, Rostaf, based, same Taisvis in a few places. According to Rashbam, you're not allowed to be Mikabal Shavuah from Nachrim. But the Rabbi Tam says that it's Mutter Lekabal Shavuah, Kodam Shiyafsid. Like the Gemara says in Avaydazara, that Nifra Mimenu, because it's Matzo Miyodam. And we're not worried about Dilma Azalomode. Rabbi Tam says, you're allowed to accept a Shavuah from Goyim. I'm not supposed to enter the Shutras. But if I enter the Shutras already, or if the Goy wants to swear to me for some other purpose, so according to the Rabbi Tam, I'm allowed to be Makabal the Shavuah for the Rashbam, I can't. So, Taisus then says, even though in that Gemara in Avodazara, where it says that Milva Alpen, the from Mayhem, because it's Matzo Miyodam, if I have a Milva, that's a Milva Alpen. In other words, there's no star that is behind the loan, but because you're saving from them. So Zaktaisis, that's not such a raya, because over there it's only a suffix that he'll be Azalumoda, in our case it's a Vadai. Nonetheless, Zaktaisis, Mikomakim Bizman has a Kulam Nishpatim Bekadshim Shalahem, or Bekadeshim Shalahem, traditionally the term for saints. Um, in rabbinic Hebrew is the same term for Izona, Kadesha, no? 
Now, again, this is part of the same idea that we're supposed to be mafkis, the covered. So, When they swear, they swear to saints, um, and they don't give um, any elohus to them. They don't give divinity to it. Even though when the guy swears, the, so the guy in Dr. Berger's book, actually, he gives you the exact nusach of the shavua that the medieval goyim would take. When they swear, they mention Shem Shamayim. But when they think about Shem Shamayim, their kavona is Dover Acher. Dover Acher means Yeshu Hanaitzri. By the way, in Chazal, Dover Acher means a Chazir. Also, and Yeshu Hanaitzri, right? Chazal. Whatever. You can give a drush about this, but it won't be PC. Um, so. Even though they mention Shem Shamayim, the Kavans for Dover Acher, Mikom Makom, Einza Shem Avodazara. Gam daitom la'osa shamayim. First of all, Taisa says it's not the name of Avaidazar, the name that they use is God. And their kavana is also for Osa Shamayim. The Afabisha Mishtatvim Shem Shamayim Vidava Acher, Lo Ashikhan the Osir Ligrim Lachem Mashatev. We never find that there's an Isser of causing Shitov. Even though when they say God, they mean God and Yeshu. But we don't see any iser to cause um, someone else to engage in shituf. Now, there's a big machlekes hachreinim that's called in the Pischei Tshuva in Yeridea and the Shari Tshuva in Arachayim. How do you read the Tosis? The liberal reading of Tosis is that Tosis is making a fundamental point, which is that the definition of Avodazara for Yidin and for Goyim is different. The fundamental point would be that Christianity is not Avodah for Goyim. Jews have an obligation <coughs> to believe in the singularity of God. Goyim only have a prohibition of worshipping that which is not God. If they are also worshipping God, so then it is not Avodah for Goyim. The first Mahalach is saying that there are Tzvedinim. There's Avodah for Yisrael, and Avodazar for Goyim. Avodazar for Goyim is governed by different rules than Avodazar for Jews. Now, we do see this among other of the Sheva Mitzvahs B'nai Noach. Gezel has a different definition for Goyim than it has for Jews. For Goyim, teaching Torah might be included in Gezel, right? For Goyim, Pachas Mishavah Pruta is included in Gezel. Revolvo points out, the beginning of that Goyim have a different list of Arayos than Jews have, right? The Sheva Mitzvahs B'nai Noach, even though they sound the same, but Goyim have a different different approach within the Sheva Mitzvahs B'nai Noach. This actually answers um, a question. Many of them are far from bothered by the Kasha. How come when you're Megayar somebody, you tell them you have to accept on yourself Taryag Mitzvahs? Why do you have to accept Taryag Mitzvahs? They already were obligated in seven beforehand. You should only have to accept 606 for the math majors among us. You shouldn't have to accept all 613. In fact, there is a Sefer Harokeach who says that Rus is Gematria 606. 
because she accepted 606 more mitzvahs. But Mepharshim, Lahalacha, we assume you have to accept Altar Yag. The Pshad is that you accept Altar Yag because even though Goyim have Gezel, it's Andarish. It's different from our Gezel. Even though they have Arayas, it's different than our Arayas. Or the Sheva Mitzvahs, it might have the same name, but, right, what's, what's those, what are those called? Homonyms or something? as the same name, but it means different things. Right, so that is... That is what the Bali Hatosis are saying in the liberal view. The liberal reading of Taisvis is that there's a different definition of Avodazar for Gaim than there is for Jews. However, most Mepharshim, most Poskim, I should say, follow the Nodib Yehudas approach. But the Nodib Yehudas says that all Taisvis is speaking about is the din of um, Shavuah. All Taisvis is saying is that with respect to this Isser of Lo Yishama so for that iser mikavon that they are also kavanosam for boreshamayim ba'aret, so you don't violate the iser of lo yishama alpicha. But it doesn't mean that a Christian who believes in shitov is not an oved avodazara. The pashtus among the poskim is that for sure Christianity is avodazara even for a Christian. For a Jew, right, it's zikr is Avodah But for a Christian, it is not um, Avodah Zarah. That is the liberal view of Taisus. But the more accepted view on Taisus, as the Pisgah Chuvin Yeridea Kuf Mem Zayin points out, I give it to you on the bottom of page four, the more accepted view is that this is true only Le'ingin Shavuah. Now, when I say this is the more accepted view, it's a more accepted view in later postgim. The Ramah in Yeridea clearly does not say that, and the Shach in Yeridea clearly does not say that. They seem to be taking the more liberal view of Taisus. But nonetheless, according to the Maskan of the Pischei Tshuva, the more accepted view within the Taisus is that Christianity is Avodah both for Jews and for Goyim. There's a wrinkle, there's a detail um, in terms of being Mechabel a Shavua from Goyim. Now, let's kind let, let's move let, let's segue into some of the practical questions. By the way, the Rav is quoted in the Sefer Nefesh Harav by Rav Shechter on page two hundred thirty that the Shach made a mistake. Right, that's unbelievable to say the Shach is Mamish Koras. If you want Yeridea, like the Shach, the Shach is the king, no? And the Rav said, it's Kishkoga Shiyotza Milifne Hashalit, that the Shach made a mistake when the Shach accepted the view that Christianity is not Avoidazorah for Goyim. But that view, right, seems to have a certain traction. Gedole Haposkim said it, so it's harder to reject, unlike the view of the Mi'iri that's easier to reject. This view, this wrinkle within Taisvis is. Um, harder mm-hmm. to um, this view within Tysus is harder to reject. Okay, practical stories, practical applications. Are you allowed to enter a church? So, um, yesterday, yesterday I went with the grandfather of someone who's sitting in this room. Um, the story goes as I. The story goes like this: There was this attack in Pittsburgh. No. And after the attack in Pittsburgh, um, Father Rodriguez, who is the Catholic 
um, priest in the church here in the Heights. So Father Rodriguez comes to our shul late Shabbos afternoon, carrying a note from his congregation and a flower to offer us uh, as a feeling of sympathy to say they're praying with us because of this terrible attack in Pittsburgh. <coughs> so I call Father Rodriguez after. I had known him a little bit. I met him in the street a few times. Like we you know, said hello to each other. But that was the extent of it. But then he sends this gift to the shul. So I figure, you know, I have to call him. So I call him. And Father Rodriguez says, you know, Rabbi, maybe you could help me. After the attack in Pittsburgh, he convened um, his school. He has 300 kids in the St. Elizabeth School over here on 187th. And he asked them, how many of you have heard of the Holocaust? Of the 300 kids, four. Four had heard of the Holocaust. He says, Rabbi, what can we do? So I tell him, I have a fellow wonderful man in my show. He's a survivor. He loves telling, I don't know if he loves it. He tells his story often about his experiences during the Holocaust. I could see if I could bring him to speak to you. So he said, great. And yesterday I went with him. I told Father Rodriguez and Father Mike, who I was speaking to after, there are two days, the English-speaking one and the Spanish-speaking one. The mamish have like a rabbi, an assistant rabbi, right? So they have everything. So I tell him, by the way, I, I can't go into the sanctuary. So he said, you know what we're doing in the auditorium? It's not in the same building. It's the building across the street. And we went into the auditorium. We had this thing. It actually, I think, went very well. I won't go into a church. I think you're not allowed to go into a church. Chacham Avad Yosef has a tshuva in the Abiha Omer. Give it here somewhere. Chacham Avad says you're not allowed to go into a church. B'shom Oifen, when he was the rabbi, the chief rabbi in Cairo, so he was invited to some sem, um, ceremony in a church. He's like, no, you can't go into a church. It's a terrible thing. There's a discussion that we show in Machlokas Rosh and Rash, but let's say they're chasing after you with a knife. Are you allowed to run the church to save your life? So Machlokas Rishonim. Whether it's your Hargba Yavar, right? To go into a church, you're not worshiping. But you have to remember, bowing down to a gechka is also not necessarily an act of worship because if I'm bowing down because there's a gun to my head, that's Oved Me'ahava Umiyira, right? So that could be not technically Avodazara, but the din of your Hargba Yavar, Lacha'ora, is on the perception of Avodazara. Right? So that's a machlekas harishayin and whether you're allowed to enter a church. I remember one year, Rav Aaron, Zechariah came to Yeshiva for Shabbos. So he used to have like these press conferences on a Friday night. So one of the guys asked Rav Aaron about um, complicated professions like gynecology and journalism. That was like the first question. So Rav Aaron says, I don't know a problem with gynecology fundamentally. Journalism, awesome! That was like the first line. And then someone asked him about going into a church to see the art. And Rabbi Aaron says, there's zero heter for that. It's a terrible thing. He mentioned this machlekas so he's showing them that even if they're chasing after you, I'm in my show last week. So because of the events in Pittsburgh, so they put out some security notices, no? That in the event of something, so these are the exits, this is where you go, and they wrote that we should all run to the church. Uh, they said, like, no, we can't do that. We can't do that. We can't allow that. That's a terrible thing. Right? It could be it's your Hargvah Yavar. And that means, right, exactly in that situation, no? Even Rahman al right? The AR-15, the AK-47, whatever they have over there, even Rahman al to run into a church is a terrible thing. So, the Pashtas is that 
no heter whatsoever to go into a um, church. No heter whatsoever. The only thing is that in 2004, the United States got a new president. His name was Barack Obama. He's not the new president anymore. Now there's a new, new president. So Barack Obama, at his inauguration, so a, a modern Orthodox rabbi went into National Cathedral. And it became a whole celeb. Is this permitted or not? And um, the RCA came out with a statement condemning this prominent rabbi for going. By the way, just you've got to be a team of politically savvy. That's stupid. Like, even though it's really against halacha, but you don't want to publish a condemnation of a prominent rabbi who just went to the president's inauguration because this is not going to reflect well klape chutz on your organization. If you want to put out something internally, right, that's one thing. You don't want to write a Shailen Tshuva in Hebrew for all the members of the RCA to read, that's one thing. But to put out like a press release, Lafiyaniyastaiti is just a very bad political calculus. Um, it doesn't play well. You have to be smart. Again, obviously we're not going to distort halacha kiyuza, but you can't, you can't say things that So, the RCA condemned it, and then there was an exchange back and forth in the journal Chakira. And one of the Rabbonim, um, one of the Rabbonim tried to defend what the RCA, what, tried to defend what that rabbi did going into the cathedral for Barack Obama's inauguration, inaugural service, and he said that since there's a halach in Yeridea Kufay in Ches, that if someone is Makura for Malchus, the person's allowed to be Megado Bloris, no? If you have somebody who's close to the um, authorities, so the person's allowed to grow the type of haircut, which I'll be halacha, you're not allowed to have. So who hadin, you're allowed to do this, because Megado Bloris, he argues, is a full-fledged iser. But over here, it's only the perception of an iser. So therefore, for sure, it should be permitted to go in. Now, the argument is very difficult for a number of reasons. The Beis Yosef asks the Kasha, what's the heter for Megado Bloy? What's the heter for someone who's Makurav or Malchus from Megado Bloy? The Beis Yosef has um, a few answers. One of his answers is that's Masara Kosalachachonim, like many areas of Halacha Masara Kosalachachonim, the Chachonim decided what's considered Bechukal Sem Lo Seleichu, what's not Bechukal Sem Lo Seleichu, and therefore that will not help at all for this issue of going into a church. Um, the Pashtas is the Taz Pashtas, like that answer, the Beis Yosef. So the Pashtas is this whole thing was based on a mistake. Also, to be Makura for Malchus, Lacha means somebody who has an ongoing relationship with the authorities. If you have Malcolm Honline, you, know, you have somebody who his job is to represent the Jewish community, that's one thing. But a rabbi who happens to be invited to the presence inauguration, the Cha'ora, again, the um, Cha'ora, you're not allowed to do it, and the Pashtas is that's usher to go into a church. That's the Pashtas. Um, there's a discussion even by Makam Pekuach Nefesh. It's really very difficult. So some argue. Okay, yeah, well, so, some, there are some stories about various Rabbonim who went into churches. Um, all those stories are just like kashas. They're not stories that carry real weight <coughs> because the Pashtas is that the halacha here is very clear.
Zachary. Is it also to go into other rooms inside the uh, So when, you, when it talks about going into a church, so the Pashto says it's also to go into the sanctuary. We've shafted out a chuba for the OU. You know, many communities, the only polling place on election day, you know the place that says Vodaki, right? So the only um, place... Um, to go and vote is inside the church, but that's not in the actual sanctuary of the church, it's like in the side room. Rav Shechter writes, and I think all the posts can be agree, Moshe Sternbach has a truth about this in Chirat Gimel, um, that you're allowed to enter a side room of a church, not through the main entrance, and if it's not at times of services. So, I mean, people do this. You should know, I give a header. There is one meeting, in t- there's an organization that does wonderful work. Um, you know, there's like Alcoholics Anonymous, so there is a Pornography Anonymous group. It's a group of people who are struggling with these issues, and the only meeting in the Heights is in the church. So I tell people they're allowed to go to those meetings. Um, the meetings in the side room, etc. Yeah, I think that is permitted. And if Schechter says this, I think this is standard Judaism. Um, yeah, there was another question. So would the Me'iri permit it? So would the Me'iri permit it? It's entirely possible the Me'iri would permit it. Um, but, we again, like we mentioned, the Pashtus is that we pass in like Toysvis, or the Rambam, if you're a Sradi, the Rambam, if you're an Ashkenazi, Toysvis, the Pashtus is not, not the Me'iri. Um, now, one of the known rabbis makes a distinction. He says, like, you know what, it's also to go into a church, but you're allowed to donate to a church. You're allowed to donate to a church, he says, because if we accept Tysus, and we accept a liberal reading of Tysus, so that means that Christianity is a vodazara for a Jew. So as a Jew, I can't go into a church. But to donate to a church, that's permitted. This came up, there is, you know, these terrible church bombings in Charleston, like... And, you know, this comes up every now and then. We mentioned the tshuva earlier of the Bate Levi. Um, so this rabbi argues that you are um, not allowed to go into a church because that's a Buddhist for a Jew, but for me to give money to a church, so that means I am telling them to do a Zara. So for their perspective, it's not a Zara, and therefore it's okay. That's his argument. Now, does I don't really understand that argument at all. Um, I think if I give money, so that means I'm assisting them in their worship, so it becomes my iser. It's not only their iser. Right now, it's being makabal shavua. That is totally passive. So there, I could accept the liberal view of Taisvis, maybe, that... Um, if I'm completely passive, so it's not me doing any avodazara, that's fine. But over here, I'm not passive, I'm actively giving money to their church. So this fellow was arguing that you can make such a Kiddush Hashem by giving money, and again, Kiddush Hashem is a very important thing, and maybe giving money to the church, perhaps people would look at it nicely, perhaps it could be Madame to the Din and Reh that we spoke about, of being Machzer Aveda, B'makom Hashem, Kiddush Hashem. But it seems to me that the Pashtas is, you know, the Bali Hatisis knew Christianity better than we do. We live in a world, we largely live, Baruch Hashem, in like an orthodox environment. 
We don't encounter Christian. The first time I ever spoke to a Catholic priest was Father Rodriguez. I, how many of you have spoken? I, it's actually not true. I spoke to Catholic priests beforehand. The, the, the priests from France come to yeshiva every couple of years. No? So I've spoken to them in Rabbi Harlap's office. But like, how often do we speak to Catholic priests? Anyone here? Hey. What? Okay. <laughs> so it, most of us, like in the Orthodox world, don't really speak to Catholics, but the Rishonim dealt with them all the time, much more than we do. And the Rishonim said, right, that you're not allowed to donate money to a church. Perhaps if you tell them, earmark my money, the Baliatais give an example, to build a bathroom, so then it's okay. Perhaps. It's a, dis- a discussion, one of those cases when Taisus quotes the smag, no? Uh, only later Bali had Taisus can quote the smag, whatever it is. It's a case of Taisus quotes the smag. Perhaps that's mutter. But to donate to a church, Lacha'ora, is Asr. The Bali had Taisus, who themselves are the Mechabrim of this Shita, uh, that perhaps means that there's a dual definition of Avodazara. Perhaps, 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 but the Bali had themselves do not permit it. Um, so, there is a tshuva here. I give you a bunch of tshuvas over here. You could look in the tshuva of Memelamed Lahoel, Chelek Beis of Yeridea, Simen Kuf Mem Ches, or Yolat, Mepnei Darkei Shalom, give money, Lebinyan Beis Tifla Shalahem. He says, Eini Yocho Limtso Heter. Even those who are Mate Avodizorah Beshitof Lenochrim, Le Yisrael, Ein Chelok. And he says you can't donate the pashtas. I think that's the absolute halacha um, that you're not really allowed to donate to churches. I don't see. I don't see any hetter. I think the malam et lachovos mahalach is correct. Yes, sir. Uh, can you please explain what the difference is? And I hold bottle caps. Let's say are the sudoris, uh, but I know that he holds like a posek. It's okay on Shabbos. I can handle it. So, so first of all, the issue of bottle caps is not so pashit that I'm allowed to. Rabbi Belsky has a whole tshuva about that in his sefer. <laughs> And that stuff is not so partial. I think over there, there are two legitimate cheetos. Over here, there's no legitimate cheeto. Because even the Bali, the, the Me'iri is a, Rav Shechter always comments that there's a difference between the shita de Chuya Legamre and a minority shita. The shita the Me'iri, the Pashta says it's de Chuya Legamre, save the most exceptional cases for all of Kal Yisrael. But the other shita, Within the Bali Hataisis, that there is a distinction between um, Avodazar for Jews, Avodazar for Goyim, that sheet is certainly not to Chuyalagamre. However, however, the Mepharshim commenting on that sheet to say there's no heter to donate to a church based on that sheet either. Because it doesn't make sense in Savara. In Savara, if I give money, so that means I'm involved in their polchan, I'm involved in their worship. And l'chora, I don't have a heter. I think it's very different conceptually than being makabel a shavua. I think it's really very, very different. Um, in the back. Yeah, it shouldn't just depend on how you understand, like, what you mean, you're being this or, like, what it is or what it Can you just speak louder? I'm a little bit deaf. You're contributing to something that's more different than you do. There's no other that they're doing. But, uh, again, so maybe this is like a lumdash shayla within the din of Lefne Iver, and you have to deal with the Taz's question, the difference in Lefne but if something is usher for me and mutter for you, is that Lefne Iver? 
I don't know. I mean, that's a discussion. The Shmuel. I mean, there's a whole discussion about that in the classical postgame. But over here, it's not just that I am assisting them in doing something. I am actually doing something. When I donate money, I am doing a misa of giving money to that church. I don't know. Huh? The church is a makom of avodazar. Again, if it's misayeya she'imbo mamish or moishas a then architect is allowed to draw plans for the construction of a church. That he calls Messiahia in Bomash, he still writes it's like Mukhur Hadova, you try to get yourself a different stella. But um, but okay. Um, that there's no real connection. Over here there's a definite link. There's a full fledged connection. It's really very hard. Um, I should add two points. Um, in that discussion in the Hakira journal, so the rabbi who wanted to be Mako based on the dinim of Kufain Ches and Mukurval Malkos he told some story about how he asked the, the Tzitz Eliezer, Shiloh, whether he himself was allowed to go into a church, and the Tzitz Eliezer told him that he should go into a church and look as rabbinic as possible. Now, I find that story impossible to believe, and that's because the Tzitz Eliezer was the biggest machmir on going into churches. There's a true in the Tzitz Eliezer that you're not allowed to go into a mosque also, not only not in, into a church. The Cheshwin of the Tzitz Eliezer has a ran in, avoiders, a ran in Sanhedrin of Samach Aleph, that he says feels this way, Chacham um, disagrees, he says the Ran is against the Rambam, be it as it may, but the Tzitz Eliezer is not even allowed to go into a mask. In the book headlines, you know David Lochtenstein's book? So he actually, sometimes he hits home runs, he's very good. So on the headlines radio program, in the book, so he says that the Gemara Navoy Dezer Daf points out the Hachek Me'ahalecha Avla Zuminus. The Gemara says that the Isra to walk in front of a church that we um, discussed in passing is not really a church. The Gemara says about Minos. So, Amunas Hayyishma'elam, Islam, even if it might not be a Vaydazara, a Minos as it is, no? It for sure is considered Minos, so that's the Pashtus, um, a pretty decent proof to the um, Tzitzeli Ezer. But again, there is obviously much more. To discuss, um, I think I'm gonna we're gonna try to dive a mincha downstairs. So let's break now. We could make it on time. I'm happy to take questions after mincha.